This is an important episode. The date is March 24th, 2001. The final spring training game for the Arizona Diamondbacks and Randy Johnson is getting loose in Scottsdale, Arizona. The big unit's thrown seven innings against the San Francisco Giants in a spring training game, remember? All because the 2001 regular season is just around the corner. These D-backs and Giants have history. There's bad blood between these players. And the sins of a recent bench-clearing brawl between both teams will be paid off on this March afternoon. Giants pitcher Jamie Arnold hits Arizona's Greg Colbrun with a pitch. And as you know, baseball's unwritten rules, of which I am completely and totally supportive of, I actually believe baseball should lean in to these insane, like, hidden, unwritten, skull and bone type rules. Baseball's unwritten rules decree in this situation that Randy Johnson must return fire and bean one of the SF Giants. The only problem, Randy's got that heater on deck. The long left arm of the baseball law. The umps try to get out ahead of this disaster and issue a warning to both teams. Did not stop Randy, who buzzed the tower on a pair of hitters the next inning, including Edwards Guzman. Randy throws one high and tight right behind Guzman's head. Randy then stared into the Giants' dugout, exchanged a few choice words with the Giants' third base coach, probably something like, tell your boys to hit the deck, chief. That's my Randy Johnson impression. The very next pitch to Guzman... Edwards Guzman whacks a ground rule double over the right field wall and stands at home plate for a moment to watch and appreciate his batsmanship. Guzman showboating in spring training with Randy Johnson on the mound. Unwritten rules? Randy's pot is now boiling. It's steaming. The next batter, Calvin Murray. Calvin, I'm so sorry about your little baseball body, but Randy Johnson is coming for you on this pitch it's happening randy bears down randy stares down murray and randy unleashes that left-handed bull whip fastball and it immediately hits a bird and kills it a dove a dove had strangely and in a way miraculously flown down into the field and tried to race across the flight path of that pitch and Randy Johnson's fastball took care of the rest. Absolute destruction. It was it, it was feathers in a, in a rolling carcass. No scope bird shot. Game over. Strike three. You're out forever. Randy Johnson murdered a bird. This is first ballot. Welcome to First Ballot, the podcast that celebrates the moments in sports that really matter and inducts them into the First Ballot Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Neil, the long-lost Gasol brother, the half-Filipino, not-good-looking David Wright. Today's episode of the First Ballot Hall of Fame podcast could be sponsored by the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. Are you of a certain age and you had that puppy listed on your Christmas list every year for your entire childhood, but you never got it? 
No one did. It was a tremendous piece of plastic. It cost a lot of money, but it still goes down as one of the best Christmas gifts of all time. The G.I. Joe aircraft, Gary. Go get yourself one today. The Randy Johnson bird-killing pitch was a great moment in sports, but is it a first ballot Hall of Famer? We have to decide that today, and here to do it with me is one of my favorite comedy writers in the game today. She's so funny, and she has a really strong voice, but she can also pick up the voice of your show and write for it. She's fantastic. She wrote for Late Night with Seth Meyers, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Making History, Close Enough, and The Hilarious Inside Job on Netflix. It's the devilishly funny, the incisively smart, Allison Agosti. Allison. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for I'm joining gonna need- us that clip for when I'm feeling bad about my career. That was so nice. You have such an amazing career. I'm so jealous though. You you've not just written you've not just made a career out of writing jokes, but you've written on really funny shows. Thank you. Yeah. yeah Do you right. ever think about young Allison? If you were able to tell young Allison I finagled my way into writing jokes <laughs> for a living, and then they gave me money for it. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I you, we could obviously talk about the downsides and did before we started recording, but yes, it is a very. I do feel very lucky um, to have written on anything. I know there are highs and lows in this industry. We, again, right before this, we were just be- absolutely bemoaning how terrible <laughs> this industry is. But it is, if you look at it like from the outsider's perspective, like anyone that's listening to this that doesn't write for television shows is going to go, that's how do I get that job? What do I do? Yeah. What did she do? That's amazing. Like it's incredible from the outside looking at you, particularly as a woman writing in this. Again, it's just miserable industry. I think yeah. it's amazing. I hope you take a moment to sort of appreciate that. Thank you. That's so nice. No, it's it's amazing. Allison, before we get started, table set for us. What's your favorite sport, your favorite team, and your favorite athlete of all time? I thought I knew the answers to these, but as I'm going through your tweets, I'm seeing yeah. you talk about all these other teams and players, and I'm like going, wait a minute, maybe I don't know these answers. Favorite sport, favorite team, favorite athlete of all time. Okay. So I definitely – well, favorite sport – far and away baseball you know but it's um but team before i moved when i was little it's very player based so my favorite baseball player of all time is unapologetically Derek jeter i love Derek jeter (laughs) i saw him for the first time when i was 13 like on tv and it it was like a punch in the stomach. Like just, (laughs) it's fully, it is like, I have no control over. I loved him at 13. He was my favorite baseball player. He was never like engulfed in any scandal. He gives women gift baskets. (laughs) He just seems like he's trying his best. (laughs) Uh, He married a 24 year old, pretty questionable, but like he, there's just, there, I, there, I will defend him to the death. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> My boyfriend likes to argue his like his defense range was terrible. I don't care. I do not care. <laughs> He's a champion. <laughs> I'll, I want to change the subject of this podcast to just being Derek Jeter is wonderful. So he's by far my favorite player. And when I lived in New York, I went to a ton of games. But once you're in New York, you realize how lame it is to like the Yankees. Yeah, right. Like, it's not, <laughs> you don't want to like the Yankees. So uh, I started to 
enjoy the Mets more. Yeah, um, that's what I thought. I thought you were a, a Mets fan. Yes. Yeah. Def- like, you can't like the Yankees once you're there. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not it's not fun when you're an adult to just watch a team win every year. Right. Um, and uh, so became more of a Mets fan. Am now dating a former Met. A briefly... Amazing. Uh, Ty Kelly. I know. So, again, also... <laughs> I I never thought I'd do it. I never thought that I would get to have sex with a professional athlete. <laughs> but I I tweeted at 30. I was like, it's never gonna happen. I've missed I've missed the window. But I did do it. <laughs> um, so so de- like baseball wise. Love the Mets, East Coast, and then when I'm, you know, Dodgers is very. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad fan, I think, is what I'm getting to. Like, I just, uh, I just I like am, wherever I am regionally. I am, um, I am reeling from your news that you've shared here with us. I don't know how to I know. respond. I want to talk about his career and like learn things. Like, I want you to tell me like a story that he shared, but also the things that you've said about him in your relationship. I am very uncomfortable. I don't know what to do. Oh my gosh. Well, the big thing, the big, a big problem is Derek Jeter. Cause he's like, I'm your favorite baseball player. And I'm like, you're not, you are not, you're not, you're not even close. It's Derek Jeter a thousand times. And then maybe you. <laughs> Did you know him when he was playing? No, absolutely not. Come on, I know. <laughs> I know what I'm capable of pulling, and it's not a major league baseball player. <laughs> no. Um, uh, but, I, I, yeah. My favorite thing about Derek Jeter, uh, as an older guy now, as I'm getting older, is that he's put on a bunch of weight. I really appreciate yes. he's put on a bunch of weight. He, it's, it's interesting because it feels like he is reemerging now. Like yes. he just got an Instagram. Right. He has a Twitter. I obviously follow both, but like, <laughs> it feels like he's just woken up to, Oh, I need to be a brand. So I'm curious if he's gonna try. Right. There's nothing he can do about that hair. You know, <laughs> it's not, but like he could, he could, he can bring it in a little. Right. He could tighten up a little <laughs> for sure. He's just like, <laughs> so I'm curious to see if he makes some changes, but it's tough. He was so hot and it's like, I don't, <laughs> what do I need to prove to anyone? Um, and then, so in recently in the last couple of years, my boyfriend's from the Bay area and I'll never like the Giants, but I, and he's a big like hockey fan and I won't, I can't go with him with hockey, but the Warriors are obviously right. so fun. Right. And even this year where they're fun one night and then terrible the next night, it's they're I've really fallen in love with that team. Yeah. I mean, Clay Thompson is. He's the best. He's so funny. He's so great. He's so funny. And he's, he seems, again, I don't know him, but he like, he seems like. A lovely person like he straddles the line yeah. between like sweet and innocent and lovely and like very funny and like does he know how funny this is i just love his entire energy he's great the yeah like the the paper airplane thing during yes. interviews after the game i'm like do you are you 
are you doing this on purpose? I just don't think he is. I just think right. he's like that. Yeah. He's so cool. But he's yeah, so best. that team, I'm just like, why? I don't understand why you're bad. That's fascinating. I don't <laughs> understand. There's like three Hall of Famers on this team. How are you terrible? Or five, how are you so average? But yeah. so that's been really fun. But obviously when baseball starts, I'll just be back in baseball. Was your Was your boyfriend a Warriors fan before they got good? Yes, grew okay. up a Warriors okay, fan. Good. good. But obviously could have been a Kings fan and said, no, thank you. Yeah, right, so. right. <laughs> where are you born and where are you from? Where were you born? I grew up in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Got it. Um, so, you know, we have nothing. Yeah, right. Just the but, desert. So, so you were a Jeter fan in California, and then when yes. you came to New York, you were like, I can't any longer support the Yankees. Well, when he retired – when I lived there, I went to his second to last game, which ah. shows you price wise how much of a fan <laughs> yeah, I right, am. Because right. there was a big difference. <laughs> so I, so I went to the second to last game. Um, and he, it just, and then from there, there was no right. allegiance yeah. to them after that. Got it. Um, Allison, let's dive into our moment to decide okay. whether Randy Johnson's bird murdering pitch goes into the first ballot <laughs> Hall of Fame. We have to go through our Hall of Fame credentials. Those are the categories by which we judge our moment. The first credential today, brand new one, witchcraft. Oh. I'll explain it here in a second. Did you know that they were that tempers were flaring and there was like uh, Randy Johnson had been throwing at dudes before the, he killed this bird? No, that, well, I will say that fits with just who he, who I think he is, but right. also I do miss that era of baseball. Yes, where, like, I do too. Yeah. So also my boyfriend was in that Noah Syndergaard, when Noah Syndergaard got thrown out for throwing at Chase Utley, he was at third. Oh. And so he's like in that Amazing. clip. He's Amazing. like filling in for David Wright and he just comes into the frame so nervously where it's like, <laughs> I should not be here. But it's like, he doesn't even hit Chase Utley. I can't believe <laughs> that he got thrown out for that. I'm, I miss like that level of sports. I do too. I, I, I know people like if the, the like unwritten rule thing where it's like, Oh, and now they've got to hit him. This is so stupid. I don't get it. Like, I like unwritten rules. I think it makes yeah. the game more interesting. And when a batter gets plunked and you know the other guys, I don't know. I, I like it. I don't know what it I says about it. Me, but I love it. I appreciate like, it. No, I same. And, like, obviously I would not want to get hit by a fastball. Right. But, like, <laughs> I it's part of – as long as you're not breaking bones or – going for their head i think it's just very fun uh armando rios outfielder for the giants gave a quote to the press said the next batter was calvin murray and i'm thinking quote here we go again he randy he's going to hit calvin i this is what rio said i think god sacrificed that bird the way he was throwing that day it probably saved someone from being hurt rios honestly believes that that bird <laughs> stood in and was killed because otherwise Randy Johnson throws at Kevin Murray and maybe seriously injures him. Isn't that insane? Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> what if that was it? Yes. Um, <laughs> and it was a morning dove. Right. Where it's like, this isn't your basic pigeon. This totally. Is like, 
<laughs> a symbol of death. Amazing. Um, are you yeah. like a are you a crazy metaphysical person like my wife? Like, do you believe that like everything's connected and and th- that this could have happened for a reason? Do you believe in that stuff? I mean, there's. I certainly do not have the tools to calculate the odds of this happening, right. but it is. It does feel impossible right. it feels like the Haley's comet of our of sports like it is will not happen again in our lifetime totally. although other seen. birds have been murdered in baseball games right <laughs> but the, my wife is like one my wife like really believes that like like things not like if something terrible happens she's like there's a reason i have to find it but like weird stuff like this like if i told my wife this story and by the way my wife doesn't listen to this podcast and will never listen to this podcast <laughs> she truly couldn't be bothered but if i believe if i were to tell her this story i believe she'd completely buy and side with rios that this happened for a reason and that maybe something bad was going to happen if this bird was there uh, she, my wife, and the truth is, is my wife says this stuff so often that it's made me start going, maybe she's right. Maybe that's real. And I was born and raised a scientist. Like I was going to be a science. I was like a science major for a long time. Like I, that's the way I grew up. I like had to see it to believe it. And my wife says this stuff all the time. And I go, I don't know. Maybe it's real. Maybe ghosts are real. Maybe these things are real. My wife goes, uh, uh, my, I, my, I can't remember the story. This is terrible. It's a good thing. My wife doesn't listen to the show. She goes, (laughs) I have this thing with marbles with my grandfather. My grandfather would bring me marbles. Marbles looks like a big deal. And ever since he passed, I find marbles all over the place. And that I hear that that like goes in my head and out the other ear and I it like registers but I think nothing of it. And then I've been married to my wife for 13 years, 14 years, I don't know. Uh she finds marbles everywhere, Allison. Dang. They're, she, they're in the dirt. There, she'll go walking through a parking lot and see a marble, and it's like there should not be – like marbles are things that kids used in the 60s, right? People yeah. aren't playing with marbles anymore. She finds marbles all over the place. Also um, crazy, a friend of mine, her dog just pooped out a marble two days ago. <laughs> True, I swear to God. <laughs> and the whole thing was like where did he find this? Who has marbles? <laughs> It makes sense that he'd eat it, though. If if a dog finds a mom, yeah, it's like, what's this? But, I'm going to eat it. Yes. But totally, like, <laughs> and I do wonder how much of that is just if you are looking for something specifically. Right. Like, you, you know the boxy scion? I feel yes. like I see it everywhere, even though it hasn't been <laughs> manufactured in, like, 20 years just because I want to. Just right. Like, right. But right. Tot- I mean, there's something to that, and there's something to wanting <laughs> To find it. My my marble is the boxy scion. I was just gonna you know? say you compared my wife's grandfather's <laughs> yes. p- passing from the afterlife on marbles to my wife to mm-hmm. you seeing the boxy scion car because yeah. you think it's funny. It's funny and it's where I had my first <laughs> Mike's Heart lemonade on the back of one. <laughs> <laughs> I think if this if the Rios is right, if if this bird saved a human's life, that's just about the biggest vote of yes, this thing should be in the first Bell Hall of Fame. It's just something I want everybody to consider here. Witchcraft, yeah. right out of the top. What what if this happened on purpose? Good God, lots of things. I think mean, about. then it it definitely saved Randy Johnson from going to jail. And oh, yeah, I mean for he's sure. A big, 
the Diamondbacks won the World Series this year. So Amazing. it's like, is it because like that absolutely wouldn't have happened if he was that, standing trial for murder? It's, you're exactly <laughs> right. It's a lot to think about. It would have changed baseball history. Yeah. Good God. A lot to think about. That's amazing. Uh, the next credentials are analytics. Those are the numbers behind this moment. Let me go through a few, and then you'll comment as you see fit. This okay. is a spring training game, so yes. I can't uh, re- confirm any stats here, but let's go anyways. I do know that the bird-killing pitch happened in the seventh inning, and I'm assuming Randy didn't get put in the game for like long relief in the middle. So I, I'm assuming he went seven innings this game, at least. Yeah. I saw it reported Randy Johnson had eight strikeouts, so eight strikeouts, one murder, and at least seven <laughs> innings, and a 10-6 Diamondbacks win over the Giants. Not a bad outing. Mm-mm. I'd love to know how many people he let on base. We're not going to have the full picture of the game circumstances here is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. <laughs> Absolutely devastating. The one thing I really looked hard for – I'm telling you, in prep for this, I must have looked at, I'm going to say it was north of 40 links. Typing in box score, the date, baseball almanac, different sites. I looked through 40 different links trying to find this. I wanted to know desperately, did Randy Johnson come out after this or did he stay in the game? That's what I was going to ask because it seems like you're going to be pretty shaken up. But I don't know. Maybe you just feel like you're the most powerful. I mean, he took <laughs> he took he feathered that bird. So wait, it's you also think a, you I think, think there's, there's a world a... where he's like, I'll I'm going to finish the game. <laughs> you think he was powered by it? You think there's a chance that he felt stronger and was fueled by knowing that he took life? And maybe pitch better after the fact. Yeah. I bet he came out. I'm sure. I mean, they had to like, I'm sure they had to stop the game and like. Had to. (laughs) Had to. Oh my God. There are pictures of the ground screw. There are pictures on the internet of a guy, like an old guy on the ground screw who had to go out and is picking feathers out of the grass. Yeah. Just so carefully. So that, I mean, there's no way he stayed in. I would bet. It's It's like, I'm. I, I, I tried so hard to find that information because I, I just was like, this would tell you everything. If he stayed yeah. in and, like, finished the game. I also did see that they were in the middle of a two-run seventh-inning rally. Like, this thing happening during the middle of a team coming back. <laughs> it's just a lot of fun to think about the circumstances. And then did Rand, like did he strike out the next guy? Can you imagine him striking out the dude? After this, it would have been electric to know that information. If anybody's yeah. listening can get this information for me, please pass along. <laughs> this came 20 years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, if, if the game. bird death was sandwiched in between strikeouts, oh. that would be incredible. Amazing. I I mean, believe, if anyone could do it, it's Hall of Famer, <laughs> Randy Johnson. But What if there's like a bunt single right after this? Like there's There's almost no scenario where whatever transpired after this isn't like super fun and funny to think about that just like think well the game goes on let's get this get that bird body out of here we got to keep the game going and like i don't think it's fair to to like generalize genders but if this is women they would stop the game 100%. there's no planet <laughs> we have to go we have to talk about this we have to decompress life blood was spilled today <laughs> 
to decompress. Take a moment. More, uh, more stats. Randy Johnson went on to win the 2001 Cy Young Award for best yeah. pitcher in Major League Baseball. He then went on to win co uh, pardon me, co won World Series MVP with noted racist Kurt Schilling. And then, yeah. as you mentioned, Diamondbacks go on to win the 2001 World Series in seven games over the Yankees and Derek Jeter. Uh, Edgar Renteria had... with the game winning walk off championship. Yeah. Hit. Who and they had 9/11 strength behind them, yeah. and it was not. Right. It did not. <laughs> it could not be bird strength. <laughs> Literally, the only time everyone was like, "Yeah, go Yankees." <laughs> everyone on the planet. <laughs> Every single person. Oh, that's just... so funny. But the the power that he made. I think you've opened up a real interesting point here. Is there a scenario where? After seeing him take life with yeah. a, with a pitch from him, that he feels like he's got like electricity, like just lightning, just coursing through his veins, and that powers him for the full season, helps him beat the nine eleven Yankees. That's just amazing to think about. <laughs> yeah, it really. I mean, he absolutely used it as fuel. Oh. There's no way he didn't. He's like, I have been chosen by God. <laughs> This bird was a sign. There's just no way. That's what I would do if I'm trying to motivate myself for 162 games. I'm like, Ugh. I killed a fucking bird. Oh, my God. That bird flew right in front of me. This is amazing. That is fantastic. <laughs> Here's another stat. The a new, This is, again, all this is all sketchy. I can't figure out what's real and what's not real. It's the, hard. A New Orleans news station reported this story from a Washington, D.C. news station so it's like two new stations. Removed. Yeah. They, they wrote, gun enthusiasts use a measure called foot pounds to describe energy. A Ruger target pistol firing 22 caliber long rifle ammunition carries about 98 foot pounds of energy. A 98 mile per hour fastball thrown by a major league comes to about 90 foot pounds. So they're comparing the, that this is very similar to firing a 22. His The impact here from Randy is like firing a nine, a 22 with this little bird. Uh, <laughs> a lot to think about. Uh, the Washington post wrote a pitcher throwing a major league fastball, which leaves the hand with an initial velocity of 97 miles per hour and crosses the plate 0.4 seconds later at 90 miles per hour transmits an average of about 1.5 horsepower to the ball. So there was a 1.5 horsepower in that pitch that just smacked square in to the center of that bird. Just absolutely devastating. Uh, Michael Wonder, <laughs> last out here. Michael Wonder, ornithologist and associate professor at the University of Colorado, Denver, uh, uh, said, quote, consider about 33 spring training games and 162 regular season games per team per year. Though each game is two teams, each pitching staff probably throws around 120 pitches per game, not counting warm-ups. So that's yeah, something right like 23,500 pitches per team per year. There are about 30 teams, so that's about 700 pitches per year just for the majors. If we consider the minors, then it's about three to four times as many pitches. This has only happened two times in my memories, once in the majors, once in the minors. So the probability is like one in 50 million over just the past 20 years. The odds of this astronomical off the charts, it's crazy to think about. Absolutely insane. The Even the fact that the bird is getting that close yes. to a bunch of people, it felt like it was flying really low. Everything about it is so weird. The only other one that I can think of is Dave Winfield. 
killed yes, the seagull. Yes, you saw that too. I, I, it's amazing. Dave Winfield throwing long toss, sort of keeping loose between innings, ends up killing a seagull in Toronto. <laughs> yes, and he was arrested. Arrested, taken to the station. That's amazing. Question. Yeah. The most fucked up thing about Dave Winfield was, so like the third base coach comes out and he hands the dead seagull carcass to the ball girl who must have been like 11. <laughs> you deal with this. Why is this child? <laughs> so weird fact. She must have a great story about that bird. <laughs> Just also, haunted. seagulls are big. It's not like it's big. big. That's a big bird. Yeah. An 11 year old carrying a big dead bird. That must have a been a big sight. dead bird. Yeah. A real sight. Yeah. She thinks uh, about that a lot for sure. A lot. A ton. Uh, <laughs> Randy Johnson. Did you know? Do you remember that Randy Johnson threw a perfect game? Yeah. Was it that season? Uh, great question. No, 2004. He threw a perfect game. Okay. Since 1903, 21 perfect games. The last one was 2012 by Felix Hernandez. 2004, Randy threw his. 27 up, 27 down, no walks, no one reaches base, threw 117 pitches, 13 strikeouts, including the last batter of the game, which is great. Uh, Diamondbacks beat the Braves 2-0 in front of 23-plus uh, thousand. Uh, if you Google Randy Johnson perfect game, you get 9.4 million returns. If you Google Randy Johnson bird, you get 9.47. <laughs> it's the first thing. If you start typing Randy Johnson, I think bird it comes yeah. up first. It's it's um, It's – amazing it's electric it it's, is i think the defining uh, moment in right? his hall of fame career i think it, I, I really think it has a chance to be that <laughs> the the uh let's move on to burning questions here because that's the first question i want to ask you is that the most famous singular pitch from randy johnson's hall of fame career absolutely and it it was not logged as a pitch because right. it didn't yes cross the plate Great point. Technically, he murdered a bird doing nothing. <laughs> Officially but, doing nothing. <laughs> but he, yes, I can't think of any other moment. What what kid move? Kid baseball movie was he in? He was in like Little Big League, or he Is was in true? one of them. Yes, he he's like the pit when he was with Seattle. Um, I should have looked this up before, but Little Big League. You're right. Yes. Um, so maybe that pitch, but I don't think that beats, <laughs> I don't think that beats killing a bird. It's funny to think about a pitcher's career because it's long and drawn yeah. out. Like, even if you strike out a guy, it's like, you can't even like, you're not even throwing one pitch. You have to throw at least three pitches to strike a guy out. Like everything is elongated. The game is longer. Yes. The innings stretch long. If you're a great pitcher, you're throwing lots of innings. Everything is like elongated. So to think about like, is there a singular moment from this dude's career? You have to go to this pitch. You have to go yeah. to him murdering this bird. Cause also, I mean, the most exciting thing that a pitcher can do is strike somebody out and right. it's, you know, it's a little anticlimactic, you know, it's not a home run, but if you take all the feathers off a bird <laughs> in a Looney Tunes esque, like they're running away and they left their feathers style. There's, I don't think you can top that. I think it, I don't think it's just, not just the defining pitch of his career. I think, I think it might be the, Defining like recorded on video pitch. Like I oh. don't what beats uh. it. 
<laughs> if only it was a major league game. That's oh, the only. You're right. You're right. It it in recorded pitch history. Maybe this is top of the list. That's so funny. And you, I just want to. I just want to double confirm something. I don't want to glaze past something that you said. I want to make sure that I got this right. <laughs> You believe the bird and the defeathering. You believe that bird. It's almost like in a cartoon when a bird has to go somewhere very quickly and he yeah. moves so fast that he's left his birds where he was, his feathers rather, where he was standing to get going so quickly, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Like I think of like Bugs Bunny if he's got a hat on and he runs and the hat's just still spinning. Right. That the bird, because you can see the bird. The, the crazy thing is. <laughs> the the with how fast he's throwing that ball you'd think the bird would hit the catcher right you know yes but it doesn't it, it go doesn't. it keeps going forward naked <laughs> out of frame completely out of frame which also helps with it being funny because you don't have to deal with the dead bird the dead bird is out of out of there it's just incredible <laughs> Everything you were, about it. You were so funny. You were so funny. I'm so I so appreciate you being here. And that doing dead this. bird. Also, here's my my next burning questions. Again, the, the the answers to these questions might help put this moment in the Hall of Fame. You're a big animal person. How do you rectify yes. this? That you were having so much fun talking about right. what is essentially a bird just being demolished. Absolutely. I mean, so it is something that like every animal lover does have to consider but i i think at worst this is assisted suicide like this bird <laughs> the, what is he doing i think he might have timed it got it <laughs> like there's nothing when i was a kid burned into my memory there was like a robin that just kept flying into our right. sliding glass door right, right. just kept and killed himself doing right. got it, it got like it. broke his neck and it's like i mean what are we supposed to do <laughs> what what is our responsibility as human beings who have built a house in this animal's natural habitat and it's right. like i there's there's you on some level wanted to die and i just think that this was not like a top tier morning dove. We don't really know what was going on in his personal right. life. Right. And I just think <laughs> it was it, it was his time. You can't argue with with the statistics what they are. The likelihood of this happening, it was his time. Uh, it's a great point. What 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 <laughs> it's a great point. What would really trouble me is if I if we if any of us could find out if that bird was playing games. Like what does he thinking <laughs> I I bet you I can get past that ball right before oh, he threw it. Like yeah. what if he was what if he was just fucking fucking around and then and yeah. then got killed by accident? Then then I would not feel bad at all because that's on you. Totally. Yeah. Like was this bird a problem the whole game? Right. What's going on? Cause and I also think it would be tougher if it was a mammal, you know, like cats are always getting on the field. Like people are worried about when cats are on a baseball right. field right. and it, it's a bird. You can kind of, you're like, that's it's basically a rat. Do you believe, here's another quote, uh, a quote from Rod Barajas, Diamondbacks catcher at the time. He said, I remember Randy being angry at some point that game. There was something building up before that happened with the bird. Now, as we've detailed, he was probably <laughs> mad at the Giants. He probably mad at the Giants and like the people he's playing against. Yeah. But is there any chance 
because maybe this maybe this completely changes our opinion on whether this is funny. Is there any chance that Randy Johnson did this on purpose? I mean, so the there was there was uh there was conflict with the bird beforehand. I mean, uh, or or he's just like he's I don't know. Maybe he maybe he has a long at bat the guy and this is the shame why this is a, the reason it's a shame i don't have the whole game i could have watched i could have looked at the box score maybe he has a long at bat the guy before him guy before calvin murray maybe mm-hmm. he he maybe he gets up maybe he's like it's like a one two count and like randy's he's the guy's just fouling off pitches right he's just fouling off he's yeah. extending the at bat and then randy just keeps missing in the corner he keeps missing the edge and he's just he's pissed that he let this guy on he's like <laughs> God damn it. I I had that guy down. I had him and I just I tried to hit the the corner of the plate and and the one time the guy told me to throw the slider, the catcher told me to throw Rod Bras told me to throw the slider. I didn't want to, but I listened to Rod and I missed with the slider and I ended up walking the guy. Maybe he's so pissed. He's like fucking god damn it and he's just like thinking i'm gonna take this out for a second my frustration and he sees the bird th- never really thinking i'm gonna hit this bird and kill it and then he does like if that happens maybe we're all mortified and sick and we should all hate randy johnson and then this moment does not go into the first bell hall of fame i just want to turn over right. that stone as an option yeah i mean i think that would be Almost more impressive if he had tried to time it. It feels impossible. Right, right. That's true. It feels impossible. (laughs) You, I just, again, I want to double check something before we move on. You, if that were the case, if Randy Johnson did it on purpose, you would be, you, Alison Agosti, lover of animals, you would be more (laughs) impressed that he did that. You know what? Yeah, I'll stand okay, by it. Okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> but I don't. I don't think he did. I. I mean, I guess it's flying. It is injured. I mean, I guess it was flying, and because he's a. Uh, I guess he could have seen it coming. I don't know. I, it seems a, crazy. It's a, it's a he, all the listeners. You 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 think about that. You think about that at home. <laughs> We're gonna keep going. The next credentials are eye test. What did you see in this moment that might put it in the first Bell Hall of Fame? Uh, we've talked a lot about the defeathering, which is amazing. I it's want to, uh, <laughs> I want to, uh, I want to uh, proposition something to you here. Uh, I'm uh, amazed that in watching the footage, people seem to know what's going on pretty quickly. Like they, yeah. I feel like I would have been, wait, what? But everyone sort of their reaction was pretty quick, which I think is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, people are really locked in on this spring training game. Yeah, for um, sure. <laughs> they're like there. Um, yes, you hear huge. Well, I mean, you hear the sound of every bone in the bird's body breaking first, <laughs> and then just right on the tail of that, just a just a huge gasp from the crowd. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I, it just feels like if I'd been there, I would have been looking at my phone. You know, there's. I guess there. This was pre. Or this was like, right? People had iPhones, but it was early iPhones, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, right. The, I, I, <laughs> I. Maybe uh, not. I, I was. <laughs> there's a slow mo version of this. It'll be on our Instagram and our Twitter at first ballot H O F on Instagram at first ballot pod on Twitter. Uh, I re- there's a slow down version. I really watched it like the Zapruder film. There yeah. are the few frames right before the bird enters the path. 
the wings are extended. He is flapping. He is about to draw wind. He's about to close <laughs> his wings down and like really get going, which did. Yeah. That is what made me think. Is he trying to beat this ball? He's, like, was this all a game? Yeah. It's it's again, you can watch it for yourself and decide. But his wings are open. He closes them. He, the wings are closed. They're down as the ball hits him, which I feel like it really exposes his open back to the pitch. Yes. It, it felt a little bit like his left wing was dipping. And so he like almost rotated his back. I don't know. Listen, you can look at it and make your own decision. For me, it looked like he really opened up his back and that the ball maybe hit him square like dead yeah. center in the back like on the spine wow the do birds have spines i don't i presume a bird has a spine yes okay, okay. yes <laughs> yes i uh scoured the internet looking for uh, uh an animal doctor who could maybe speak to this and then i remembered <laughs> that our editor rob arucci's brother is dr ryan arucci he's a doctor of veterinary medicine he graduated with degree veterinary medicine clinical year at the university of florida this guy does animal surgeries all the time it's fascinating so i called him up and i asked him what he thought about this moment let's listen to what he said this is dr ryan arucci i guess the official veterinarian of the first ballot hall of fame podcast uh, so one thing I know about birds is when you're holding a bird, you have to be really careful not to squeeze them too hard because their ribs are just really easily compressible and can make it difficult for them to breathe, actually. Uh, a 90 mile per hour hit to the ribs would just beyond compress those ribs, obliterate the lungs, heart, just rupture that aorta. Overall, just not good. Your thoughts on Dr. Ryan Arucci's? Uh, thoughts here, I mean, Allison. I I stand with the good doctor. <laughs> the only thing I know about bird bones is that they're hollow, right? So that they can be lighter. That's right. And I think I only know that because of Thirty Rock um, <laughs> and Emily Mortimer's character. Yeah, the, there was that bird was just a bag of liquid. <laughs> after I like, I want right? to take. I want to take a moment. I'm going to jump in here. I want to cut you off and say that I do not, Neil, I do not personally find this bird's death funny, but Allison is making me laugh about it. So I just want that out and the record. I mean, it's, tra it is tragic. Who knows what this bird would have gone on to do in the bird community? Like who, I don't, we don't know how old he is. We don't know if he had a family. It is, there are people, but other birds I'm sure relied on this bird and that, it's very sad, but very sad. at the at a science level, at a at at a veterinary science level, no less, <laughs> he was a bag of blood <laughs> after Randy Johnson hit him with a ball. He, yeah, there's that's the sound you hear is every tiny delicate bird bone breaking. Let's listen to it. It's the ear test. We're moving on. The ear test is in it. What did you hear in this moment that might make it special? Let's listen. This is audio from this video. I, I really, what I love about this audio is that there's no announcer talking over it. So you can hear no. the game and the reaction very clear, but it's also like some old Betamax that they dubbed over and like put on. I, I want more footage. I want more of the lead up and I certainly want more of the 
post Like, where's the rest reaction. of the game? I know. Like, I know. wouldn't you love to watch the whole game? Put the whole thing up. You, he, The guy's got it on a shelf. I saw that online. The guy's got it on a shelf. Put the whole thing online. All of it. Oh, my God. Because I bet it has weird vibes the whole time. The like, whole to back rest of the your game. wife up. Ugh. I bet the energy was just off from the totally. beginning. Something was going to happen. Absolutely. Let, up here, let's listen to the game. The game audio together. Here it is. I mean, instant, instant. You can hear the impact. Huge uproar. In and a huge, an instant uproar. That's what I can't yeah. get over. It's instant. Let's listen again. <laughs> Do you hear that little "Oh my God" that leads right yeah. before the guest? Someone, I would think they. I read that that camera is in the outfield. It's not like they had mics in that spring training stadium. Yeah. The mic must have been on the camcorder. The person watching that must have been in the outfield who said, oh, my God, and he reacts instantly. <laughs> Is that guy not in the outfield? He, he must be he by the camera in the outfield. Yes. How did he know that it was horrific right away? Or maybe he's just saying, oh, my God, did the ball explode? Right, because I think if you're further away, like even watching the video so grainy, it kind of looks like just the ball explodes. Right, yes. So at least the first time you watch it. Um, I got to be honest, if I was in the outfield and everyone started gasping, I probably would gasp too. <laughs> <laughs> so there was... are probably some fakers in that group. <laughs> but if you're anywhere near home plate, if you see that bird, I mean... It's the craziest thing it's so you can. <laughs> it's. I didn't watch um, Will Smith clap, slap Chris Rock in real time. Right. Neither but did that's I. probably yes, just the craziest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> where you're like, are you what? <laughs> um, and it just feels like that. It's an animal death, too. Uh, another thing about the microphone, which, again, in my mind is on this camcorder that's in center field, however many yards away from the pitcher and the and again where the impact happens between yeah. the pitcher and the batter. And you mentioned it earlier, you can hear the impact of the bird. You hear like a, a true splat. And that is almost certainly coming off of a microphone that's in center field. How loud must that splat have oh. been if you're in the battery? So loud. Oh my God. It's also... I was just thinking, so this is the guy that like brings a huge camcorder to a baseball game. Right. And I guarantee his wife was like, why are you doing this? You, this is, a, please don't do this. And he is, he was validated for the rest of his life <laughs> That's right. to do it. I guarantee he's recorded every baseball game he's ever gone to. Uh, doesn't look so stupid now, does it, hon? <laughs> Uh, I'm so fucking behind that guy. I love that guy's my favorite. You're right. You pitting you setting up a scenario where he's pitted against his wife. I'm so hardcore behind that guy now. I love it. Yeah. Thank you for adding that. Any anti-wife thing. <laughs> yeah. Because again, my wife does not listen to this show. I can say whatever listen. I want. Uh, <laughs> the next credential is you mad. Rob, play my camera on clip here. You mad, you mad, you mad. Thank you so much. Uh, was anybody mad about this? I love it when people are mad and like bent out of shape about a, a moment in sports. I really enjoy it. Was anybody mad? Yeah. Randy yeah. Johnson said after the game, quote, I didn't think it was all that funny. 
he finished his press conference going, you got any questions about my pitching? No? Okay. And he walked out. That's how he wrapped up his post game after killing a bird. This like in truly like one in 50 million crazy shot. And he walks out and is like, anybody I want to talk about my pitching? No. And I'm out of here. That's so funny. I mean, he's a prickly guy. Yes. He, he probably would have walked out even if he hadn't murdered a bird. Ugh. But he's gone. He's done a 180 because it's now. So he's it's his logo. He's a professional yes. photographer. That's it's right. his logo. It's amazing. Like, <laughs> I think he's, he's realized how special it is. It's like a his logo. I love that you mentioned this bird upside down. I think he's got like X's over the eyes. Like yes. classic d- so... animated dead bird. It's so good. <laughs> Um, and PETA was mad too. Oh, yes, sorry. you're absolutely right. PETA was mad. Uh, Randy Johnson said again, quote, I was considered a bird killer and they were actually considering filing charges on the bird's behalf. It, listen, <laughs> it's not funny. I support PETA. I, uh, Allison is making me laugh about it. She's coming up with funny things to say about it and it's making me laugh. But I, if you are mad listening to this, I am on your side. <laughs> yeah. And that's all I have to say is I'm on your side. I get it. I, I, Pete, I, I may keep this thing out of the first bell hall of fame in respect of all the animal people that are listening to this. It's just something yeah. I want to be upfront about. I love animals yeah. and I think they deserve our respect. Absolutely. Same. I haven't killed a bird. Is that, oh, I have I, not. Can I tell you a story? Yes. I, well, this is terrible. <laughs> Should I tell the story? I guess I've started. So I, this is, I mean, ugh, this is terrible. My brother had a BB gun when I was a kid. and he never let me shoot it and then i got to like 11 or 12 like that perfect stupid age and it was in the garage and i looked and there were bb's in it and i had seen my brother use it and so i knew how to use it and so i take it out into the backyard and I walk up to, there's like a telephone pole in the wire and there's a bird sitting up and it's high. I'm a little kid, right? The fucking wire is I, what? 50 feet in the air. And I walk over with my little Pelican and I aimed it at the bird and I shot it and it hit the bird. Oh no. And in my head, I can't believe this. I feel so bad admitting this. I thought two things. One, this is the first time I've shot something. There's no way I'm going to hit this bird that's at bare minimum 50 feet away from me. And yeah. then two, when the bird hears the thing moving, it's going to move. <laughs> right. The bird. So there had to be a little oh. bit of pride that you hit. No, it, right? no. I felt a truly <laughs> instant sickening guilt because it fell. I don't oh. know what I hit because, again, it was so far away. It fell from the it fell from the wire, and I t- literally turned and ran. I never saw it hit the ground. I get, there's a scenario where maybe I it's like okay. knocked yeah maybe I knocked it dizzy, and then it, it gathered itself and flew off, and yeah. everything was fine. I think go with that. <laughs> I think just that's what happened. I feel I felt terrible. There's a Absolute, yeah. There's a there's a an episode of um. Silver Spoons. Are you old enough to know the the sitcom Silver Spoons? No. Ricky Schroeder, a famous racist Ricky Schroeder. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alfonso Ribeiro's first show was uh, Silver Spoons. 
uh, it was a sitcom. I watched it as a kid, and I think it's Ricky Schroeder's character's grandfather takes him hunting, and they size up this deer. And Ricky Schroeder's staring down the barrel, and he's looking at the. And they show the deer like turned to camera. I think it was a real deer. I, I gotta look this up. I think it was a legit real deer that they somehow filmed for this sitcom and got it to look into the camera. And then Ricky Schroeder goes, "I I can't do it." And he's like mortified because the grandfather's a big hunter. He's like, "I've let you down, Grandpa." And the Grandpa's like, "It's not that big of a deal. It doesn't matter. It's lovely that you didn't kill the thing." And I remember watching that as a kid, going, "How does a hunter kill some? Like, I get the sport. Yeah, I get going. Could I do this? That's essentially what happened with the bird. I was like, yeah. could I do this? But th- when you actually do it, it's you're it's so bad. It's you feel it's how do you so not feel bad. terrible? Yeah, I mean." Not to get into food stuff, but like I had to stop eating. I don't you eat did. pigs or cows. Oh, it's good for you. I but I I still eat some birds. But it's just like <laughs> I think I could kill a chicken if I had to. <laughs> Why? Maybe is that? I'm just anti-bird, but I just feel like I could do it if I had to do it. If that became the thing, like you have to kill the animal you eat. It's like there's no planet where I'm killing a cow. Yeah. I I appreciate the, like the Native American like respect this thing it's giving you life and you're taking its life but you're going to use it and you're going to use all the parts I love that idea and I respect it yeah. and I eat uh, meat I have to admit but I wish I didn't and th- I'll never forget hitting that bird that that I that, <laughs> and again it probably just gathered itself and took off uh, yes that's it, what that. happened one hundred percent okay. Uh, the next credential is the test of time. It's when we compare this moment against other moments like it in past uh, time. You Good mentioned luck. a lot of these. You mentioned Dave Winfield, August 4th, 1983. Long to us. Gets taken to jail. Charges are later <laughs> dropped. Which <laughs> is just wild. Uh, the Indians, the the Cleveland Indians, the the, the now Guardians, appreciate that change. Uh, yeah. Shin Su Chu walk off in the bottom of the 10th inning. Hits a single that Coco Crisp can't make the play because he's at bare minimum distracted by seagulls. The announcer seemed to think it hit the seagulls. I'm not certain if it did. The Braves' Dion James hit a fly ball in 1987 against the New York Metropolitans. Uh, The ball, which would have been a routine fly ball, drops in for an extra base hit. The bird does die in that scenario as well. I couldn't believe there were as many bird deaths uh, as there have been. They did a – so, I mean, it was very fun – researching this and it was sports center did a top 10 um is that true? which is like that. that's insane that they have 10 Crazy. of these but dale earnhardt senior yep. just fucking mowed one down is that true oh and he had to, <laughs> just there's just this dead bird on the grill of his car oh. um unreal and so i mean they're just they're playing with fire they really they got to stay away from uh, you, you really are also, anti-bird. I just, there's only so much we can do. Did you see, there's also a video of Jose Canseco when he was with Oakland. There's just like an owl on the field. Is that and true? He's like, yes, it's so funny. Because he's like, I'm not going anywhere. That's and so like, funny. It's so funny. By the way, two they very just, funny participants, both Jose Canseco and an owl. And Those an are two owl. very funny things. Yes. That's great. I mean... Yeah, they're just they they don't like sports and they they just need to be separated. And mm. I don't really know what the answer is. You know? <laughs> uh, I think a lot of this moment 
uh, potentially get into the hall. Because, again, this is a very serious thing. A lot of very this moment's potentially get into the hall is – a lot of it is hooked to – how crazy and like one in a million, one in 50 million this thing is. And now as I see all these other bird incidents, it is making me question whether this thing is as special as it is. It maybe we think it is. I want to ask you, uh, can you believe that this, or did you see in this ESPN top 10 thing, which I didn't see. I'm the host of the show. I'm supposed to have my research. I didn't do it. <laughs> Did you? Has this ever happened in a football game? Can you imagine football fans losing their shit if, like, a game-winning field goal is hit by a bird? Yeah. Holy um, shit, football fans! Wouldn't they love it? I feel like that sport is all only about violence. Yeah, maybe. Football's yeah, the only maybe. one I don't get down with. Maybe they maybe watched... they storm the field and like tear it apart and eat it. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. I guess if it if it stopped. A completion that they're right. angry at the bird. Yes. If the bird just dies, <laughs> but the play is not affected, I think they'll be like, "That's, I'm still neutral about that." Right. It just doesn't, you know. Right. That it's not a sport that cares about the people that play it. So that's, I can't that's imagine. The truth. That's the truth. Uh, <laughs> I, the bird strike that I wanted to compare this against. There's one bird strike I wanted to compare this against. It's, it's I, I, you know, because again, if you're deciding, is this like moment where this thing struck this bird and killed this bird, is that interesting enough to make the first belt hall of fame? You have to like go to the most infamous bird strike, and we're gonna do that right now. Fabio, do you remember when Fabio got hit by this bird? No. Oh my god, I. <laughs> Allison, I'm so excited to share this with you. <laughs> Allison, I'm going to talk through it. Okay. Oh my God. I'm I wish I want to like almost pause this thing and have me and you get on like some platform where we can watch the video together. And then somehow we're, it's I can't believe you don't know this. I'm this is an electrically no... electric moment. <laughs> yeah, I've no I have no I know nothing about this. Do you know Fabio though, right? I know who Fabio is, okay, definitely. Okay. So please let let the audience know who Fabio is if if for some reason they don't know who Fabio is. Um was he did he get his start just being on romance novels? That's right. That's And exactly then he right. so he's the most famous right. that guy. Right. And then from then has built I think it's done as the best you can do. A hundred percent. You, that's the true words have never been spoken. If you are the dude that people look at to draw like the windswept dude with his hulking yes. chest out on the front of like a, a romance novel, the career he made out of being that dude, yes, uh, unbelievable. Perhaps yeah. crazier than Randy Johnson throwing a ball and hitting a bird and killing it. Absolutely, yeah. He, he did an amazing job. Fabio. His yeah. name is Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> He looks funny. He's got like an interesting name. He's got the long hair. His chest is always out. Fabio goes to Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, Virginia. Like already, this is getting good, right? Bush, just the Bush, the name Bush Gardens makes me laugh. Yes. yes. Fabio goes to Bush Gardens for the opening of Apollo's Chariot. A brand new roller coaster at yes. Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, Virginia. Apollo's chariot, Apollo, whatever, Roman or Greek god, I don't know which. They, uh, 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 he is there, and they like they they branded it like Adonis Fabio, Adonis versus Apollo's chariot. 
Fabio is there in this long regal red felt uh, or not felt. Uh, what's the like heavy fabric that they make cloaks out of? I'm going to say velvet. But velvet. It's that's exactly right. He's in a long. <laughs> this is so great. You're filling in the stories. Electric, <laughs> long red velvet cape. Because he's like this regal, it's like I'm here as this god to ride this Apollo's chariot. Allison, this <laughs> might be my favorite detail. There are f- at least 50 women there, all in white togas. As he's like going, I, Fabio, am opening to Apollo's chariot. Ap- Fabio gets in car one right up front. <laughs> There are women, two, two women on either side of him. There are women in togas as far back as you can see on the coaster behind him. <laughs> Everyone's cheering. There's like the local news is there. The cameras are rolling. Everyone's cheering. It's a plus. The coaster takes off, right? And all of the footage is from the cameras at the gate, right? The coaster takes off. You do not get footage. You don't see the, there is no footage from the ride. It's only from the cameras on the ground, the local news channel on the ground. The coaster takes off and two minutes later, however long the coaster takes, it pulls back in and Fabio is covered in his own blood. His face, Allison, his face, his nose is very clearly broken. He's got blood. It's like someone took a water balloon, a very thinly skinned water balloon full of human blood and whipped it at his face. And the blood splatter is like streaking off the side of his very angular, very handsome face. Allison, there is there's an image. It'll be on our Twitter. Blood splatter across the women behind him in the togas. Oh, no. No. The details come out. He was hit on on they there is reported on the first hill. He is hit by a full grown goose. Can you believe this? He is going down the first hill of Apollo's chariot, and a goose flies into his face. There is a there is a woman. It's like again in like my Zapruder film, sort of like watching this moment <laughs> as he's coming back into the to park this thing, and he's dazed. He's clearly pissed. Off. He is red hot pissed. He's Fabio's, <laughs> and rightfully so. He's livid. He can't believe he has to be on camera because also don't forget he's restrained. He's locked into this coaster. <laughs> He had to keep riding the ride. That's right. There's nothing you can do. You have to finish. And guess what? Guess where you're going to wind up? Right back where the cameras are because that's what happens on roller coasters. It's so that's funny. That's what happens. The thing pulls in. The woman behind him to the right, behind and to the right, blood splatter on her forehead. It's sickening. She's a blonde. It's great because she's like very blonde. So the blood really stands out. Yep. And she also has what I would refer to as a dollop of black stuff right in her eye well, right no. by her eye. And I, I, I don't know what else to think other than that has to be feces from that goose that must have exploded oh. on the backside. That's what I think. Just guts. Just, some, something, just something. Something inside that goose's body. Something that was inside the goose that's right. now outside right. of it. <laughs> that's Ugh. exactly right. And a goose is, that's big. 
big. That's like that's like a cat. Ugh. I'd say that's at least the size of a cat. Let's hitting listen. you in the face. You're, you're never going to believe what Fabio said. Let me play it for you. Here's, <laughs> here's what Fabio said when he spoke to the news afterwards. What happened is like, I I got like a 20 pound goose running my face, and you know the impact was was horrendous. The impact was horrendous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said a so 20 pound maker. goose. I don't know how he assessed yeah. weight, but I mean, it, the point is, is this is an adult goose. It's huge big. animal. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I thought you were going to say it was like a parrot or something. Cause I think goose. Bush Gardens has parrots. Yes. Full right. Goose. Yes. Full goose. It's a lot of fun. To, the, the long neck is like a lot of fun to think about. Yeah. Can you imagine? They're oh mean too. They're, yeah. They're very mean. Uh, and then if Fabio wasn't done, he also had this to say, this is, you can't believe I cannot, I heard this today. I was in tears. That's one of the things where I called my wife down. I was like, you have to listen to what Fabio said. Listen to what Fabio said. This is, you, this is unbelievable. It wasn't a freak accident and it's going to happen again. And you know, I cannot live with my conscience known that the ride is still running and maybe, you know, a person or even a child can be killed. He wanted this thing stopped. He wanted the whole wow. take it down. Wow. Can you believe it? That he he's like, oh, this wasn't a freak, this wasn't a freak accident. I'm gonna save he's, someone's life. Yeah. And I'm guessing it has not happened again. No, never. No. Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, Virginia is still open. Driving. Apollo's chariot still operational on the <laughs> Bush Gardens website. The, it's uh, which notes that the Apollo's chariot is still open. The thrill level is noted as high. Uh, my Absolutely. guess is it's a fan favorite. People love it. Everything's going about uh, normal business operations at Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, Virginia. Um, <laughs> I, I, That's incredible. I, the question you have to, that we have to consider here, and I'm not you don't have to address this right now, is okay. if you know there's a bird strike moment that's way funnier, and I, that to me that is way funnier than what happened with Randy Johnson. Maybe, maybe, hey, th- th- did you, you remember when Randy Johnson threw the ball and it hit the bird? How crazy is that? And wasn't it so funny? We have now, over the last hour, proven it's not that rare, and there are funnier bird deaths with the celebrity involved. I just, it's something to consider. It's something to consider. Definitely, my pushback would be specifically in baseball and, um, you know, just because one thing can be a hall of fame event doesn't mean there can't be something similar. Great that's point. also extraordinary, Great point. you know, Great point. Great cause point. Fabio, that's not sports. That's yeah, something that we, that goes in some other hall, you know, God that, damn. that has nothing to do with that fateful day. Pre nine 11. There's, there's, uh, there's something so there. It's so great that you see Fabio take off and there's all this fanfare and it's people oh. cheering. And then you, all you see is you, you see him pull back in. It's so, that <laughs> cut is so funny. I'm, oh my I God. want you to go watch it right away. As soon as we get off. Absolutely. This. It's a, it's so funny watching that video. <laughs> you can't believe it's real. God bless it. All right. The next credential. It's also, oh, sorry. No, it's no, please. so funny when, Something is accidentally edited funny. Yes. And it's like, this is was not the intent. Right, we were yes. just trying to cover the <laughs> opening of this ride. Yes. And look, we have this footage from him taking off, and we have this footage from him coming back. And I'm sorry, it's it's hilarious. There's it, no 
it legit may be right out of the camera that way. The guy might have stopped as the thing's going up. He goes, well, yeah. I'm not going to roll when the thing's taken off. Uh, but I yeah. will record as soon as I see that puppy come rolling back in. It's just a blast. Oh, my God. Uh, the next credentials are press conference. Are there any great uh, quotes from this moment? Again, we're talking about, let's get back to what we were talking about, Randy Johnson killing yeah. a bird. Any great quotes? Yes. Jerry Jackson, emeritus researcher at Florida Gulf Coast University, said, quote, not much different. Uh, from getting hit by a peregrine falcon, which can dive, uh, which in a dive can approach 200 miles per hour. In either case, the bird wouldn't have known what hit it. I just am saying that yeah. from a, another scientist, another bird person, another ornithologist, so that if you're listening to this and you're having fun, you're, it's fine. It's fine. Yes. You're fine. Yes. Everything's fine. I would also like to point out that the lifespan for a morning dove is two years. There you so, go. I you appreciate know. that. Listen, maybe it was, maybe it was like, a, maybe he's a big deal. Maybe he's a big deal because this happened wherever yeah. he's at. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. Don't judge yeah. us. Don't, no. uh, don't judge me. You can, whatever you want to say. About <laughs> else. Uh, Calvin Murray, Calvin Murray, who was at, at the plate, uh, trying to get a hit, uh, it, who's the uncle of Cardinals quarterback, Kyler Murray. Uh, oh. he said, quote, it was probably 25 feet from home plate when it got hit. So I hadn't decided yet whether I was going to swing. Randy <laughs> has had people swing at sliders that hit them before, but it would have been really bad if I had swung at a pitch that never got there. That's a great thought. That's so funny. So funny. If he had still, I mean, that would have been the best ending. Oh my video. God. What a, what a great comedy finish. If he like sticks <laughs> a swing. <laughs> Again, and just him thinking about himself. He's yes. like, I'm glad I didn't do, I didn't yeah. make it worse. So <laughs> glad good. I didn't embarrass myself. Oh my God. Uh, the next credential, Twitter fingers. Any great tweets from this moment? This is way before Twitter. So let's go through some of Allison's. If you don't follow Allison Agassi on Twitter, you're, you're a fucking idiot. Let's go. I We're mean, gonna... don't, you don't have to now because it's no, just do me it, tweeting do it. about Jordan Poole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to go through some of your tw some tweets. We're going to read some tweets. The first time I've ever done this. this is a little game here. We're going to okay. go through some tweets. You have to tell me which one of these tweets is not your tweet. Here oh we go. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Okay. First tweet. My least favorite pink song from the artist Pink. My least favorite pink song is the one that gave me herpes. <laughs> this, here's the next tweet. I'm going to read them all, and you can pick which one isn't yours. After your 10th birthday, you'll just never see a roly poly again. That's the second one. Here's that another. One here's, I know number, right. here's number three. I love being in a restaurant when they change the lighting from lunch to horny. Fourth, no, tweet number four. We're going to go through five. At okay. a junior high dance, my crush told me that he liked another girl, so I went home and posted about it in an Eve Six forum, and everyone was really supportive. And here's tweet number five. After every appointment with my dermatologist, he gives me a really firm handshake like we just closed a huge business deal for adult acne. Which of those five tweets is not yours? I am going to say pretty confidently it's not the pink one. That, wait a minute. You're saying that the you did not write the pink herpes tweet. I did not write the pink one is my guess. Because like, I feel like I. You wrote all five tweets. <gasps> you wrote all five tweets so it's a bit of a trick question Allison Agassi if you want if you want that and more at Allison Agassi on Twitter your favorite pink song the is the one that gave you herpes which what when did I tweet that <laughs> I, I think it was like 2012 it was very early okay. yeah but like 
Dr. Bibby, my dermatologist, absolutely shakes my hand every time I leave. It's so weird. <laughs> is the Eve Six Forum thing real? Or is that just a good Yes, joke? and they started oh following me afterwards. Oh it was so funny. So great. Yes. Absolutely Wait, the band true. started Oliver. following you? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> But great. yeah, Oliver Lassone told me he was in love with Amber Pankowski. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. Like, a pain I'll never get over. I'll never get over it. <laughs> But now you, was, you you date the guy that was in the, the you know during the Syndergaard thing, right? Yes, he's looking, in that video. It's so it's funny <laughs> now knowing him. I mean, I I didn't really know about that video before we started dating, but like knowing him and he's him just like creeping into the video right. is so funny. <laughs> like I do not belong here. This is I cannot believe I'm expected to come over here. <laughs> the next credential. The X factor is there. Do you have an X factor? Everybody knows what an X factor is. Do you, is there an X factor for you that might help this thing get in the hall? That's a good, I mean, I think just everything we've talked about, just the probability of it, the fact that I think it's one of those things that goes far beyond sports. Like I think most people know what it is. Right. Like my, my Italian grandmother, she was always kind of my barometer of like, okay, if she knows what this right, thing is, right. then it, it's, it's famous. Transcended, and right. she absolutely, she absolutely knew uh, about Randy Johnson blowing that bird up. The, the, the poof of the feathers you mentioned earlier on. It is, it is, you can't, it's, if you, it's unbelievable. It's, there's literally like just a poof of feathers. It's so much fun. That's, that's my yeah. character here. It's just, um, it's fascinating. Oh, I did read uh, uh, Morning Doves, or it may have been Birds of This Sort, uh, can release a cloud of feathers like a chafe to escape a diving predator. It's a reflective, oh. act- a reflexive action called a fright molt. So they can they can do that. So like the question is, did this thing did like is the poof? Did it happen because the bird that was like a natural instinct for the bird to be like, oh, predator, poof. <laughs> it really is. It's like poofed and then they like wafted to the ground. Yes, it's really amazing. It's, it's really amazing. So even that, it just feels like such a perfect Yeah. Like it it all of these things coming together to just yeah. make this hilarious video. Granted, there is a, a death. A death. <laughs> which I don't want to just steamroll right. over, Neither but do I. The poof, I, I'm sure there are a lot of birds that that wouldn't happen. And it would just be the <laughs> sickening, just seeing the bird hit and fall to the ground. Right. And that would not be as fun. Right. You're, you're, the she's poof right. really sells it. I'd say the X factor is probably the poof. You're right. She, say what you want about both of us laughing about this bird dying. You can't disagree yeah. with what she just said. The 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 poof and the feather. There are birds where this wouldn't be fun. The, the poof <laughs> of the feathers makes this more fun. That is a hundred percent put that on my tombstone yeah and uh, last thing last x factor thing i do not have kids i don't know if i'll ever be able to afford to have them but if i did this is absolutely one of those things where i'm like come sit down we're gonna watch this bird explode this you you've been born into a sports house you need this is a thing that you need to know about as you enter the world great that's great I, love, I really appreciate that. Allison, I'm looking at the clock. I see it's running down. On the, running, uh, the clock is running down. It's almost time for America's favorite podcast segment. It's called More Important. Allison, do you know the podcast segment More Important? You can answer honestly. 
I do not. You know, that's interesting because it is the nation's favorite <laughs> podcast segment. Hmm. <laughs> Gonna have to look into that. Without any know. further ado, Allison, you are a successful comedy writer at a crucial time in our nation, really at a crucial time for humanity on this planet. But there's a problem with satire. Satire rarely lands. Like if you, if you want to make fun of a misogynist, you'll go write a bunch of like terrible things that a misogynist would say, and then it goes on television, and all the misogynists watching it at home go, "That's funny that this terrible person said this thing." But you go, "No, no, no! I'm making a commentary on this misogynist." It never works. Isn't it time, Alison Agosti, successful comedy writer, to drop the comedy and start speaking straight? to the power construct in this country. Neil, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry, Allison. We don't have time for your answer because it's time for something more important. Allison, the music's playing. There's a timer ticking down. Not really, but just go with it. Are you ready for more important? This is great. I am, absolutely. What is the best reality show of all time? Vanderpump Rules. Wow, right out of the gate. <laughs> I didn't no, like when no they, contest. I didn't like, my wife watches it. I, I watch it with my wife. It's funny. It's really good. When they, when they, uh, 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 when all of the, like, uh, the blonde lady said all like the racist stuff or whatever she said, and yes. then they like brought in new people. I didn't like it when they took the turn to like the new people. That's right. Right. I'm right about that. You're definitely right. It's, I mean, now they just have to rotate them out because they're so rich and, uh, they just have like so many brands. Um, it, it, Vanderpump Rules is great. I, a very quick answer. You didn't even take time to think. Oh about yeah. That. That well, great. it also just came back, and I'm. I just watched the most recent episode, and I was wrong on the day. I was off by a day, and I was devastated. Oh. Like I thought I was sitting down for my trash <laughs> and my little snacks. I was ready, and it's like this is tomorrow, and I was so sad. It's my favorite. Just like, I'm not even gonna say guilty pleasure. I'll tell anyone. Good for you. Good for you. Wait a minute. <laughs> what is the best scripted comedy show of all time? And what is your favorite comedy show of all time? Those can be different. What's the best Ooh. and what's your favorite? Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to say Seinfeld. I don't as what, far it's, as it's which? You, it's, Wait a minute. It's that's best. your favorite? Best. Got it. Got it. Seinfeld. Best. Um, it's tough because working in comedy, it's like the thing I don't ever want to watch like what i want to say is succession because i'm like succession's really funny yeah 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 um <laughs> and i've watched it eight million times <laughs> if i'm being completely honest and i do understand that this makes me this like hurts my credibility it's the american office wow i know wow that's that it's is a gutsy thing, answer it's not i mean obviously it's not it's so bad, and re I, I in, in like early COVID, I watched it and right. then started it again wow. because it was so cozy. So I, I mean, that's the thing I've watched the most. I also love Roseanne, but Roseanne. like as yeah, far as like you can't really say Roseanne that anymore. I, yes, that's all. Yeah, it's tough, but it's like uh, like Jim and Pam are toxic, terrible people. I would hate to work with them. Like you're having an emotional affair for years, you're just bullying your coworker. Right. Like, but it's still if that's on, it's just like so warm and cozy, and I will answer. just absolutely watch it. A great, but answer. I know that's not cool. Uh, favorite boy band member? Uh, Brian Luttrell. 
immediate. Who I think is bad now. Immediate. I want you to know, you're hearing this live. She's not, there's no pause in her answer. Immediately, Brian Luttrell. Why? Brian Luttrell. Just, I mean, an unbelievable jawline. He had a (laughs) hole in his heart, and I was like, I'll fix it. (laughs) 12. I loved him. I think he's like super alt right now, which is that the Backstreet Boys have not aged well. Um, but I was a Backstreet Boy person, and I loved, I loved Brian Luttrell. He had like little ringlets. That's right. And but just the an unbelievable jawline, and I just was in love with him. Who's better looking, Brian? At the time, who's better at the time? Whatever the whatever okay. whatever their peak was. Brian yeah. Luttrell or Derek Jeter? Who's better looking? <gasps> Derek Jeter. Okay. No one. I mean, I cannot tell you when 1996, <laughs> seeing Derek Jeter, I was 11, and I was like, I, I, how am I supposed to go on? <laughs> like, I couldn't. I, I am in love with him. <laughs> If he showed up at my door and was like, blow up your life, I, <laughs> I listen to this podcast. I'm over my Sports Illustrated wife. I want to, like, flirting with 40 comedy writer. I would. <laughs> and I can say that knowing that my boyfriend will not listen to this podcast. There you go. <laughs> I would absolutely leave him. For Derek, for current Derek Jeter, because yeah, of how right. beautiful he was. Oh my God! Right? Yes, <laughs> you're you're blowing up your it life was... for fat Derek Jeter based on yes. how he looked in 1996. Yes, that's oh, how hot he was. Unbelievable! This you just a gorgeous man. I I, oh. man, I I so appreciate how seriously you're taking all of this. This entire episode. <laughs> Absolutely, so I don't joke about Derek Jeter. <laughs> I don't joke about it. <laughs> Allison, relax. Uh, the last, I'm so sorry. last question and more important. This has been great so far. Best pet name you've ever heard. What's the best pet name? Notorious pet owner, animal lover, Allison Agassi. What's the best pet name you've ever heard? I'm gonna say I mine. I named my dog Duck based on nothing. I think I was high and I was just like, "That's your name," and I was kind of anxious about it. And it's just, he just is a duck. And, you know, everyone thinks I'm saying Doug. (laughs) People are like, why? And I don't, it's just, that is, no animal more, like, is personified by their name than my dog, Duck. Fantastic. What a great answer. That's it. (laughs) That's more important. You did fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. The next credential is the cosign. The microphone is yours, Allison. Does Randy Johnson's bird killing bird destroying pitch belong in the first belt hall of fame and why i mean i really hope that i've done enough to to get this moment in it's something we'll never see again um it it i understand that an animal lost its life for this moment but isn't that reason that it deserves to have a bigger place Doesn't his life That's right. warrant oh, I'm a so spot moved. in the Hall of Fame? Oh, my God. Um, 
Yeah, and that's my last plea. For uh, the bird, right. it should be in. Oh, my God. I It's time for the induction speech. I have to decide whether this thing goes in. <laughs> I'm going to take everything into account that she just said. I, I, I don't have much to say. I think she's exactly right. I was hemming and hawing I'm like, on the fence. I'm like, it is funny, but there's the Fabio thing is I, out of this world. It's like on another planet. I can't believe how funny the Fabio thing is. The goose, it's 20-pound goose. All the He wanted to shut down the ride. It's just, anyway. <laughs> I'm like sitting here going, what do I want to do? Like, this is fun. I get a lot of people to complain and be like, you put the fucking, I, with Sean O'Connor, who you must know. Sean, we yes. put in Bobby Valentine's fake mustache in, and they're like, I get people t- pinging me like, you put the dude in the fake mustache in the hall? I'm like, get off my ass. It's funny. This moment, I'm like sitting here going, what do I want to do? And I think you nailed it. We got to put this thing in out of respect for that bird. My God, yes. it is more of a reason. Allison Agosti, Randy Johnson, the, the the championship 2001 championship Arizona Diamondbacks and that morning dove congratulations the Randy Johnson bird killing pitch is in the first ball hall of fame yes thank you this is elect this is so much fun Allison how can people following you, how can people follow you uh, what can you plug okay I would just like to start by saying don't it's not good <laughs> I don't care about it anymore and just tweet about the Warriors. But my Twitter handle is is just my name, Allison Augusti. And that's kind of it. I don't do any of the other ones. She is so funny. And if you didn't know <laughs> that before, you certainly know it now. One of my favorite episodes, truly. That was so much uh, fun to do with you. Thank you so much. I hope you'll come back and do it again. That I was so much fun. Oh, I, uh, you're, you're going to don't say things you don't mean. Because I'm going to come knocking it. on your internet door. And then you're going to have to do it again. Uh, Allison, thank you so much for doing the show. Thanks for having me. That's it. That's the show. My deep and appreciative thanks to Allison Agassi. What more do you need to hear from her? She is a stone cold killer. Support that woman. Credits. The show is edited by Rob Arucci. Produced by Jessica Sang. First ballot music by Rhythm J. Follow him on social at Rhythm J. If you like the show, please support us. We are all we got. Rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Subscribe. Tell a friend. We'd really appreciate it. And make sure you come back next week for more first battles. The impact was, was horrendous.